Welcome to Parababble, <laughs> where we give you the craziest stories ever. We're back. Yep. It's probably a Wednesday, or not for you. It's a Wednesday for me every day. I live in Parababble world. Yeah, Parababble I mean, world. Yeah. Where is that lately? In it's my all head. over the place. It's everywhere. It's, I mean, we go all over the place. Well, welcome to another wonderful episode. I'm Allison. Hi, Allison. I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Uh, Rob. Hey, Hi, Rob. Rob. <laughs> Sorry, I took my shoes off the door and I put my slippers on. What are we uh, talking about on tonight's episode? We're going to talk about black-eyed kids. Black-eyed peas? Peas. No. What are we talking about? If you go on Google and you type black-eyed, the peas are the ones that come up first. Peas? But we're talking about the kids. We're talking about the children that have black eyes and mysteriously come out of nowhere. That sounds scary. It, it could be scary. I mean, I was scared of kids anyway, but... Well, just put some black eyes on them and it'll be complete. The circle. So if anybody has any uh, interesting tidbits or has had any personal experiences with black-eyed kids, children, whatever you want to call them, B-E-Ks... B-E-Ks, back. Yep. <laughs> uh, drop us a line and let us know, you know what your story is or what you've heard. You can reach us at parababblepodcast at gmail The podcast? What are you podcast. working out now? You come from the workout? Yeah, you know. Or uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, right? Facebook.com slash parababble. Or tweet us. At parababble. We or... do all, well, we do belong to a group also besides parababble. What is that? Prone. Prone. You can oh, reach us to right. Prone. Paranormal Researchers of Niagara and Erie. Mm-hmm. Um, www.pro-ne.org. Wow. You must have said that a lot in your lifetime. I have. It's That's been good. years. Years. Mm-hmm. This is what we do on the side for a little fun. We like to entertain people. Mostly uh, ourselves. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. This is very low budget, but it works. <laughs> and we've gotten uh, good reviews from our uh, fans, so we're going to keep doing this low budget uh, parababble scheme. Yep. Send us emails. Drop us a line. We will read it on a future podcast. Um, you know, and no mom. Not not your emails. <laughs> well, maybe moms. All right. Go All ahead, right. Nance. Drop us a line. Rob, I won't send you one anymore. Okay. Uh, Did you catfish him again? I might have. Thought <laughs> <laughs> <Not> so. <laughs> All right. So this whole black-eyed children phenomenon. I say right off the bat, it's bullshit scam. Wow. Okay. Three minutes in, and you just solved this episode. <laughs> I solved the episode with my drink or beverage on the black napkin. How do we clink to that? You can. It's a plastic Ooh. cup. Oh, did I break protocol? I think you did. Yeah. Well, let's we'll use the other side of my head. It's got a plate in it. <laughs> there you go. So black-eyed kids, huh? Mm-hmm. So where do these children come from? Are these kids? Nobody knows, really. There's many theories. But there is some commonality amongst these kids. Commonality? Yeah, well, they always appear to be about five or six years old all the way up to about 15 or 16. Okay. They usually have pale skin and full black eyes like demons okay so full black eyes have we had is there any experience out there where people have just like the black eyes with the pupils and their eye color have you seen supernatural no i do not watch that show okay well if you've ever watched that show demons have black eyes all the whole people everything is black even the white part it's all black yep really yes demons demons 
Is that supposed to be the, like their demon. soul? Demon. Black soul? That's the demon possessing the person. Yeah. Okay, so it's now... It's actually pretty freaky. So now we have these children with black eyes running around. Mm-hmm. Um, through the cornfields. Through the cornfields. My first question is going to be, uh, where are their parents? <laughs> they don't have any parents. So they're just born or spawned yeah, into this not planet? Really, they're not really children. Well, yeah, that depends on what you think they are. Well, I... Th- me, personally, I, I think it's bullshit. I think uh, there's something... I think it's just one of these internet hoaxes. And I know a lot of other people have gone both ways, and there's testaments that, you know, they're yeah. out there, my car broke down, eh, I gotta get the phone, and these things roll up on them. You think it's made up, like Slendy? Yes, I do. Like the Slender Man. Mm-hmm. I did see something about this possibly being a complete urban legend that was created online in the late 1990s. So, I mean, that was like... In the earlier days of the internet, so I mean, I could see how reality and the fiction that was created online could be a little harder to see between, considering it was the other earlier days of the internet. So what you're telling me is, right now, I should be pissed off at these authors who are making a dollar off of this. Is anybody really making a dollar off of it? I got there's uh, authors out there. Yeah. Um, I know you have a name over there, right? Yep. What's his name? David Weatherly. David Weatherly. He's the most, you know, the biggest name out there, mm-hmm. I think, right now. And he's been on a lot of shows about it. I'm not knocking him. Well, I'm knocking him because he's getting paid. But that's a whole other story. Well, you also called bullshit like two seconds into the show, so. Well, it is bullshit. <laughs> but there's, okay, so now you you just basically made a book up of urban legend with kids running around. But this, this story had to originate, like you said, from somewhere. Well, I think that kids inherently are scary. Yeah. <laughs> you okay over there Rob no (laughs) you know when they're doing things that aren't kid like it's freaky okay so So, what are these kids doing that are freaky I mean like the movie The Omen I mean that kid is freaky Damien he's freaky you know I think that it's just kind of scary when they're not like cute little like you know there's like a dark air to them and then it automatically like makes people look fearful but I want to know why these kids are always hitchhiking and panhandling. Yeah, I mean they're they're always hanging out in like abandoned buildings or deserted areas, just waiting for a, a helpless victim to just kind of stroll into the picture. Yeah, sometimes they'll look for their helpless victims. So, what do these kids have in common? What What are some of the the basis and the stories for these? Well, they're always asking permission. They always want to be let in somehow. Yeah, they're like a vampire. Like, they'll knock on someone's door and they'll ask to come in to use their phone or something to get a hold of their parents. And they will never intrude inside someone's house. There's no reports of it anyway. So why do you think that is? Unless they're invited. I don't know. Maybe they are vampires. So (laughs) do we have any reports or stories out there that these kids actually got invited into a house and they said, Hey, okay, yeah, come in. I can use your phone to call. Which right there sounds like a bullshit thing because most people don't have home phones anymore. Exactly, and most kids have cell phones. Most kids. So let's say we have a 55-year-old couple at home living out in the country somewhere, and, you know, they're not of technology. They still have a home phone, and these black-eyed peas show up, and, no, kids, black-eyed kids, is that what we're calling them, kids? 
Well, they're not vegetables. Okay. Well, they might be. <laughs> <laughs> they might be. Or the cool band with awesome dance hooks. <laughs> so they roll up, Has but there's been no reports of these things getting into people's houses. Well. Seldom do people they, live to tell the exactly. tale. Exactly. Maybe the people that do let them in, they don't survive to tell the tale of the kids coming in in the first place. So can we, is there a way to check these records maybe and see if people died because little kids rolled up with black eyes on them? I mean, what do you, a heart attack obviously, cardiac arrest, or they get laser zapped, are they from another planet? They come and reap your soul. That's one of the theories. Oh, they're soul, t- soul suckers? Mm-hmm. What was one of the theories? That they're aliens. They're aliens? Yeah. Their behavior is interesting. It kind of reminds me a lot of the men in black. Okay. Because they show up on their on people's doors and they talk in like a strange manner, considering that they're kids, they almost speak like adults. And, they they ask yeah. odd questions and try to get invited inside, uh, and they they like repeat themselves and they say the same things over and over to try and get inside. Have you heard that they have metallic voices? Mm-hmm. And their skin's a little pale, and it doesn't look real. The yeah, skin looks like, very like blue, mm-hmm. almost. So that could be like a cover. Yeah, which is uh, goes along with like the Men in Black, and also aliens. Maybe they're like aliens trying to disguise themselves. Um, interject, Allison with an eye roll. Sorry. <laughs> Something you couldn't see. <laughs> well, because all right, let's really think about this. If they're gonna go as far as to disguise themselves as little innocent children, why wouldn't they just give them normal eyes? Well, you know, I mean... If you're going to go and make skin and hair and clothes and fingernails, why wouldn't you just make... And you're already making eyes, so why wouldn't you just make them look normal if that your whole intention was to like be able to get in and... Well, they can change everything except their eyeballs. How do you do that? Well, all right, here we are. There's a whole <laughs> other cliff I just jumped off. How do you make fake skin to make it look like this? Or... <laughs> I have heard people say that when demons manifest themselves they cannot fully form in a human shape they have something has to be off so maybe in this case it's their eyes so they're demons hmm. could be probably not though linda blair's a demon yes okay i don't know i think um it's you know i've heard lots of different little stories out there about um you know, their metallic voices and their colors and um, they can only be gone for so long um, because if they are aliens, they have to get back to some type of breathing or their ship or wherever they came from. They can't just exist. They only show up for brief moments of time. Do we know what they want when they get into the houses? Well, no, because there's no reports of anyone who's let them into their house. I mean, they'll say what they want when they knock on the door, but if that's what they really want or not, probably not. They're probably just using that as an excuse to come in and kill you. I think I'm going to do an experiment uh, next Halloween. I'm going to put my kids in black contacts, and I'm going to send them to houses. There you go. But not maybe on, not on Halloween. Not on Halloween, yeah. Right. I was going with the whole Halloween like, thing. Like going like in the middle of May or something like that. Just May. Just roll them around out there. <laughs> at like 9 o'clock at night. And then what? We're here. Can we use your phone? <laughs> we need to call our parents. Uh, Please let us in. Right. I'd be like, no. <laughs> You'd be like, beat it, kid. 
Beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Get to stepping. So, black eyed kids. Um, no, who are we kidding? Three. Jeff would try to like rip their face off. I'd want yeah, to see no, if they're you're an alien. Hold still. Tell you taking selfies with the black eyes. <laughs> um, well, okay, so there's got to be a bunch of stories out there, right? There are, and they all have the same exact elements to them. Um, basically, someone is alone in either a car or a parking lot or a house or some kind of situation. Um, kids approach them. They knock or bang or do something, um, and then the person either rolls down the window, answers the door, you know, whatever the situation is, and says, what do you want, strange-looking children? And the children say, let us in. We need to use your phone. And then the person says, no, go away. Where are your parents? And they say, let us in. We need to use your phone. And they get a little pushy. I guess they stand there for a while and try to convince the person to let them in by various means. And then usually something happens where they just suddenly, like the person is distracted, they look away and the kids disappear. Or somebody else comes and the kids disappear. So, did I miss anything? Because um, I know they, you read a bunch of the stories too. It's kind of... They, kinda, they uh, fear. Yeah. Yeah. The people that uh, open the doors or cars or whatever, when these kids come up, they, they get a little panic-stricken, right? That's yeah. what I've heard. They're, they instill fear in people. Hell no. And terror. No. You ain't going to have no seven-year-old roll up on me like that. They might initially shock me like, huh! I'd be like, oh! And then I'm like, I'm dropping them. <laughs> Even when they got the black eyes? Though? Black eyes, they're like going. <laughs> I'm like they're hot. I'm like get out. <laughs> I ain't playing. You're like what the hell is wrong with your eyes, kid? <laughs> I can't even tell if they're cross-eyed. <laughs> Let us in. We need to use your phone. Screw you. I need to use your phone. Yeah, well, I mean, and then they just disappear. That's why they haven't come to your house. Oh, well, so okay, so we got an age and a timeline here of ages like five, six to like age fifteen or sixteen. I read yeah. a little bit. What happens? Do they graduate after like sixteen? Then they become the men in black. Oh, so know. they go to a school. Oh, maybe. Here maybe that comes is. Men in black. Okay. They just disappear off the charts. Yeah, Yet again, another. Just this is. Well, most of the children are usually male. You're also assuming that they age at all. What? Yeah, maybe they don't age. Curveball. What if they're aliens? What if they're shape-shifting things or ghosts or inter interdimensional beings or... So if they respond to look like a 12-year-old, they're always going to look like a 12-year-old? Yeah, if they want so to. So they never really move their age? Uh... Yeah. Like, if they're an alien, they could always make themselves look the same age. It sounds like Edward in Twilight when he's really 17, but in actuality he's 384. I have no idea what you're talking about. Wow. Yeah, you... keep pretending that, buddy. How many times have you watched that movie? <laughs> what? Come on, the sparkly vampires. <laughs> I saw the first one once. Mm-hmm. Or so he says. That's all he's mm. claiming. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll fact check this later. I know. Once. There's like a DVD collection of the whole series in the parent mm -hmm. studio. Go take a look. <laughs> in our archives. We'll see what's what's still left in the uh, DVD, uh, DVD player. So Black Eyes, um, they're still in fear, age 6 to 16. Nobody ever knows what they want because they disappear. And what's really interesting is that stories didn't come up until this first story, this first encounter. Um, so there in is. 1996. We have a patient zero for this. We do. We have a patient zero. 
Um, the first encounter ever, like, officially recorded anywhere was made by this Brian Bethel, who just happened to be an internet blogger and journalist. Of course. Who um, said that he had this encounter in 1996 in Albuquerque, no, Abilene, Texas. Why is it always Abilene, Texas? It's always Texas. Um, But, you know, he's in a parking lot. Two kids come up and knock on his window. He puts the window down a little bit. He immediately feels this overwhelming sense of terror. I am so scared. And the kids came up initially, he said, like, something to the effect of they had hoodies on. So he couldn't see their eyes at first. And then as he put the window down a smidgen um, and asked them what they wanted, they came close enough to say that they wanted to get into the car, they needed a ride, and that's when he saw their eyes for the first time. So his whole encounter is basically about, you know, how they kept trying to get into his car and how he kept insisting that they not, but he started to become dizzy. Um, You know, he started to kind of lose it a little bit and, you know, didn't know like what really was going on and felt very confused. So like a uh, date rape drug? Yes. Um, With their mesmerizing eyes. And then if I remember correctly, like somebody came out into the parking lot and like said something and scared the kids away. You know what cures fear? More fear. A baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Might be messy, but it'll cure it. So, so know, do you have any more details about that story? Uh, not that one specifically, okay. no. So and that, she's like, okay, I'm not going to keep going. <laughs> All right, so that's pretty much it. Um, so he wrote about his experience on his internet blog. But isn't it interesting that he's a writer? Yes, and that's he's, what I'm I, Granted, anyone can blog these days, and they could be like complete buffoons. But if this guy has you know, any writing ability or any really good imagination or storyline... He could really set something up here because, let's face it, everything on the internet is true. Of course it is. Thank you. So, it's just interesting that, you know, he writes this, he posts this, and then suddenly there's sightings and experiences that pop up all over the place saying the exact same thing. Well, people are coming out of the closets now. They're not afraid anymore. There's no more fear. Whatever. It's like a support group. It's very much like Slender Man. Except that we know that Slender Man was absolutely a hoax. Yes. 100%. Because he was created as a fictional thing in the first place yes. online. But then people say, like, oh, did we actually see him? Which is bullshit. But, but no. It's... it's not bullshit. No, it's bullshit. Yeah, it is. So you think that's like a cultural thing that, you know, because it's so, like, impregnated in people's consciousness that then they actually start to believe it? Yeah, and I mean, who knows? I mean... Maybe some smart-ass kids actually go get black contacts and actually go and do this just to mess with people, too. I wouldn't put it past kids. Do you know how much black contacts cost? Ten bucks. No idea. No. You buy them from China. Three hundred. Oh, China? Three hundred. Fifteen. Dirks? Colored, full-colored contacts are very expensive. Okay. Anywhere between three and six hundred bucks a pop. Never mind that part then. Unless you got some rich parents and you got some like fake skin or something hanging around. Or you, you got a go. PayPal account and an internet and you can order them from China. You might go blind after you wear them. But. Okay. We are debunking all over the place here. <laughs> well, and I only know that like you can get really cheap versions of those now because we actually know somebody who works for a company yeah, you know, we, that we sells them. someone at a convention that yeah. was the only FDA approved crazy contact lens person in the U.S. Do you have contact with this guy? Yeah. Or this person? Yeah. You should ask him about that theory. 
Black Eyed Kids. Yeah, we could totally ask him. Um, and see where it goes. But he, his company is constantly like, you know, investigating and like doing these things because these companies come in from places like China and mm-hmm. underbid them so much that it takes away parts of their business. But then, you know, the quality is poor. People get infections. Like all these things happen. And, um, you know, it's just kind of like something he was telling us about. So, you know, it could be done probably on the cheap. Maybe not 10 bucks, maybe 75 bucks. That's well, compared to 300 or yeah, something like that. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there are definitely. companies out there that will do it. I mean, it's probably like somebody sitting in their basement with a Sharpie and a bunch of clear contacts. Yeah. So, in our paranormal field, <laughs> Sharpies. Oh my God. That one went. <laughs> Rob, you color your eyes in with Sharpies? Even what? Like I just got five more to do. Even traditional contacts, they don't cover the whole part of your eye. Like they say, the black eyes, mm-hmm. black eyed kids have their entire eye covered in black. Most contacts just cover, like the inner iris part. Right. Now, I, I have seen people with full colored contacts. I mean, hell, I was I was in a movie and I had a full um, black contact. It took up my whole eye, and there was just a small pinhole in the middle where I could see on either eye. That had to be really freaky. It was really tough to do because I'm a big bitch and I don't like things near my eyes. So it was really hard. But once it was in, it looked crazy. So, uh, do you have some pictures of that? Yeah, I do. Can actually. you post them on our Parababble page? I can actually, yeah, I so will do that. So people could see uh-huh. what that looks like? Um, so yeah, they're out there. But where was I going with this, guys? The kids could just, you know, have access to it, go buy some yeah. lenses, throw them in, and just wreak havoc. Yeah. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Do we know anybody who has actually encountered these creatures? Is it is it just to the United States, or is this worldwide phenomenon? Well, I don't know. I think it's kind of mostly in the U.S. that I've seen, but I mean, it's probably all over. Warm states, cold states. Because I mean, know. once it hits the internet, everybody's gonna. I do remember a Japanese horror movie oh, yeah. years back that had a character that had full black eyes. Not the grudge. Yes, it was. Okay. So whether or not now it would be interesting to see exactly what year that movie was made to know whether or not it took. I want to say that was inspiration. In the early two thousands, early to mid two thousands. The grudge. I'm gonna say, yeah. So if this was already a phenomenon that people were aware of, it might have been you know inspiration for the character for the movie. But if I'm not mistaken, that character did have completely blacked out eyes. Yeah, you're right. I want to say it was like. I mean, if you're talking the original Japanese one, maybe 2002, 2003. Oh, yeah, because there was an American remake. Yeah. So when did the black eyes hit us? When 1996. Did these... Yeah, late. Okay, uh, The Grudge was, um, in the U.S. release date, was October 22, 2004. That was close. So, movies could have taken this whole black eye thing, but that's not the first time it's well, been done that way. Well, when did the first season of Supernatural come on? Because that's in its, like, what, 11th or 12th 11 season? years ago. <laughs> yeah. You watched the Supernatural too? Yeah. So that was what, two thousand and three, right around there? Yeah, yeah. Two thousand three. So we got so now we so got. So you get some and you know things in Hollywood kind of happening. They're yeah, similar. Yeah, they inspired. I'm sure they uh, sort of strengthened the whole black-eyed kids legend. Do you? Um, do you think this is like just a like uh, not a fad, but? You know, someone wants their 15 minutes of fame with no claim to it. 
absolutely some of the stories. I mean, people just type it up. I mean, it's just a scary story that they've made up. I mean, it's not their real experience. Yeah, so, I mean, I could write my crazy-ass story and post it online, but I, you know, I'd like to hear if anybody else out there has any crazy-ass black-eyed kids stories, uh, whether they're real or not. I'd like you to tell me if they're real or not, but I'd like to hear them either way. We'd like photographic evidence. I'd yeah. like you to drag them down to the Parabattle studio, personally. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to see any black-eyed kids here. I do. I don't need to I see I want to call them out. <laughs> Be like, look, go get a haircut, <laughs> put some eye drops in there, let's get going, man. <laughs> this is some bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, if you do have some stories out there, you can you can reach us. Uh, you can reach us on all our social medias, which are what? What do we got going here? Uh, Parabell, Parababble. We're on podcast. the prairie. Prairie. Little little <laughs> little Parababble on the prairie. Par <laughs> Getting punchy. <laughs> Parababble podcast at gmail dot com, or on Facebook at facebook dot com slash Parababble, or tweet at us. At Parabell. And subscribe so that you get the uh, new shows as they come up. Yeah, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, write us a review. That would be great. We would love you if you did that. If you do that, we will send you a t-shirt of a chupacabra. Mmm. I want the Bigfoot. We could do that, too. Yeah. Do you have one with Bigfoot eating pizza? No, that'll be the next one. That'll be the first Parabattle t-shirt is Bigfoot eating pizza, and then on the back we'll be him pooping it out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> For any of you that are following us out there, and if you're new to us, we like to entwine running jokes along the way. So there's several out there. We have uh, pooping porcelain figures. We have Bigfoot pooping everywhere. We got, what else we have? <laughs> The Vatican waiting room. <laughs> the Vatican waiting room. We definitely need someone out there who can sketch some of this stuff. We try to find a way to work aliens and demons into every single show. Yes. Uh, as one does. Mm -hmm. But that's how you can reach out to us and let us know. But, uh, Rob, so you said you can give us a crazy-ass black-eyed kid story? Yeah, I could create one. I don't have one right now. You, you can't whip that up real the quick? Top of my head? I don't know. Well, I don't This is what we do. Okay. So, the other night... I was in my apartment, just sitting down watching TV and getting a knock at the door. It's like, oh, that's weird. Nobody ever knocks on my door in my apartment. I open up the door. You know who's standing there? Who? Two kids. Probably about the age of between 8 and 11. Well, oh. one was 8, one was 11. Was this late at night? Yeah, it was like probably about 10, 10.30. 10 or 10.30? Oh. Which is unusual. That's past my bedtime, but I was up. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, why are these kids at my door? Because it's past my bedtime. So It's a weekday. It's a school night. Right. What are these little shits doing on in my front door? What do they want? Exactly. So I, like, open the door, and I'm, I just look at them. I'm like, oh, they're kids. I don't know what to say to them to begin with. They're kids. And they are kind of got, like, these hoodies up, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. And they're kind of, like, looking down, so I mm -hmm. can't really see, oh, yeah. yep. see their faces that clearly. And they just, like... They're like, excuse me, can we use your phone? I'm like, I don't have a phone here. Except my cell phone, I'm not going to tell them that. Because they're little kids. They Why don't you just give them cell phone? Well, phone. what if these kids needed something? If they're, like, our, their car broke? Well, we know the story, but we're, we're letting you go with this, Rob. But, Allie, mm -hmm. you, you can testify this. Rob lives out in the country. And there is absolutely nothing out there. So two no, kids... No, he lives at the North Pole. It's hard to get to. Okay. But anyway, 
right? So you're you're remote. You're away. You got these two kids showing up. Yeah. What do they want at this hour? I don't know. You don't I know. I mean, I I was gonna ask them, but I kind of stumbled over my words a little bit. I was like, okay, this is strange. And before I could even think of what to say, they're asking if they can come inside and use my phone. What, was it warm out, raining, cold? What was it? It was cold and rainy. I mean, it hasn't been raining on and off, but I mean, it's colder this time of the year. It's not as cold as it usually is this time of the year, but it was, it was raining. Okay, so they wanted to come in and dry off, and you're... Use their phone, I'm assuming, to call a parent or something. Because they're lost in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, what'd you do? I was like, um, I don't have a phone, sorry. Did they try to come in, at least? They asked me again. They kept saying, they kept asking me the same question. So they never, so they never came in? No, and their voice, it was strange, because, like, their voices were all, like, metallic and, like, electronic sounding. And another thing I noticed is, like, my lights were flickering when they were at the front door. It was really strange. Oh, that's yeah. weird. And that never usually happens when you have visitors at your front door. It generally never happens at all, no. Huh. So... They ended up, you're, you're obviously you're not letting them in. Were you scared? Of, did it creep you out? What was... Yeah, I mean, I'm not a kid person. I don't really know how to interact with children. And they don't typically scare me, though. And it was just like, this is... They caught you Something off was off. Something was off. Something was off with them? Yeah, I get this like weird, creepy feeling. And I, I just don't even know how to explain it. But it was just like, eh, no thank you. So... Did you notice anything weird about the way they looked? Well, yeah, I mean, they were very pale, you know, and it was almost like their skin was almost bluish, like they were like... Like lack of oxygen to your skin, like blue? Yeah, more or less, (laughs) like they were like underwater for a while, or they were not breathing, or something. Hmm. Yeah. They didn't, so you just what? You just said, okay, this this whole scenario is like pretty I was like, whack no, right now. sorry, if you walk a mile down the road that way, and I pointed out my window at the direction uh, where they had to walk. I was like, if you go down a mile that way, there's a gas station. Uh, I think there's still a payphone there. Uh, that's going to be your best bet, and I closed the door. And that was that. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've heard this story a hundred times from you, and... Just the fact that they show up like that out of the blue, I don't know. Yeah, I so. mean, they were like, they were, just, they kept saying, asking the same questions. And they were odd questions, too, like, are you alone? Do you have a phone? Where is your phone? Can we use your phone? No, they didn't want any food, anything like that. What are like you that? doing here? No. Hmm. How long have you been here? Weird-ass questions. How long did you talk to them? About five minutes, maybe, if that. It almost sounds five minutes too long. <laughs> it was. I don't know. I see. You know. And there you go, folks. Horrible. Horrible. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> we just bullshitted through on live air here. Well, you want to hear something really interesting? Yes. Um, tell us, Allison. I have an actual account from someone, first-hand account, that sounds remarkably like the story Rob just told. No. You did not. Yeah. So no story is ever the same. I think it might be interesting to just run through this real quickly if you know you guys are up for it, and uh, count along with us and see if you can figure out how many similarities are between the two. Okay. For the record, I did not read this story. No, you did not. 
Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm in my early 20s. I just moved into this apartment, and I tend to live a very private life. Wow. I also, can I point out the fact that I mentioned that I live in an apartment, and then Jeff changed it to me living in the country. <laughs> but it still works. Well, I wanted you to be remote. <laughs> yeah, that, that was better. Um, I don't even have a Facebook account. I work during the day at a grocery store. Okay, so I'm walking up my flight of stairs to get to my apartment, and I hear these kids laughing, and then I hear whispering. It was kind of late, so I thought it was weird, but I ignored it and walked into my apartment. I live on the third floor. I was getting ready to open my balcony door. It was really muggy in the apartment. I walked over to the door and pulled my blinds, and two kids are freaking staring back at me. <laughs> I screamed and backed away, smashing my leg into the table. They were both in blue jeans, and the oldest, he was taller, had on a green shirt with white stripes, and the younger had a button-up light blue shirt. The oldest one touched the sliding door. Hey, miss, can you let us in? The younger one just kept looking around. I still just stared at them. I finally was able to say, how did you get on my balcony? I walked to the door and noticed how excited the older one got as he moved closer to the entrance. Can you let us in? I wasn't thinking. I unlocked the door, and when I looked up, their eyes. You guys, their eyes were black. The entire eye. I quick locked the door and told them I had to call the police because my door was jammed and I couldn't unlock it. So I called the police and the oldest boy pleaded with me the entire time to let them in. The police arrived about an hour ago. They came in and walked to the balcony. When they opened the balcony door, nothing was there. They looked down and saw two children that were running through the parking lot away from the building. The police took a report and said they had to, they had to have anyone around that could possibly provide some information and that they would question the neighbors. I'm freaking out. I'm crying. I don't want to stay here. But then again, I don't feel safe going outside right now. I think the only thing we missed was you calling the cops, Rob. Yeah, I, I dropped the ball on that one. It's pretty interesting how the... And that was just... I mean, I came across a website that, you know, people go and basically put their first-hand encounters mm -hmm. in. And there's, you know, 16 stories on there, um, you know, that are all pretty similar. But... You just making one up <laughs> was actually just very identical to yeah, it. because they're all there. very similar. So that just goes to show you where this internet can run. Um, we could probably make up a, a fake story and put up a blog site for it, and other people can run with this and put it up there. And then next thing you know, we have, you know, we've created our own little thing, our little niche. Yeah, I mean, my story I just told wasn't the best uh, but I, I mean, that was on the fly, though. My ass on the fly, you know. If I sat down and thought about and it, gave myself like a half hour to think about it and word it right. I mean, it could sound just like that one too. You would have had little alien beings at your house, little yeah. kids. So, I don't know where we want to go with this, but I think that uh, that in a nutshell is our uh, that's our you know basic outlook on these guys. Well, I think it's interesting because usually we come at a um, you know we come at a topic like this as being like pretty open and you know we try to really give it its fair due, mm -hmm. um, but it's really hard to do with this topic because it's... there's just not really any possible you know things Conclusion. to look at. Right. I mean, there's not a shred of it being anything but a hoax made up. You know, internet sensation. Yeah. No one ever gets into the house. <laughs> uh, supposedly. You know, they disappear. So, in in the random times that they show up, it's like, okay, yeah, every story is similar, 
Um, and it didn't appear until the 1990s. Right. So it, why all of a sudden? Because the internet was in full swing. Right. Well, and if you think about it, that was like the birth time of the internet, mm -hmm. really, when things were like first getting up and going. And I know people will say, well, how can you say that this is fake and it's not real, but believe in things like Bigfoot? Because um, Bigfoot's real. Well, for the record, I don't believe in Bigfoot. They got him in a commercial. He's eating a Slim Jim. <laughs> he likes pizza, too. But I think that the, the thing that makes this different is that that's plausible. You know, it's, it's possible that something like that could exist. I think that, you know, I struggle with this whole topic because, to me, there's just not any plausibility in it. No. It's very creepy internet story feeling, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it's very good urban legend. Yeah. Sitting around two in the morning, going scrolling through scary stories, all creeped out, and you got kids showing up at your door. You could set up any type of scenario. Yeah, and yet you make a good point. Like, uh, you know, even a chupacabra, you know, that could be plausible too to the whole line of you know, crypto stuff that's happening out there because there's some weird stat out there of how many new species lines that we find every year, or we define what it is one way or another if they capture it so yeah kids blue skin black eyes metallic voice they never stick around longer than a few minutes and if you really get you know threatening with them or you know you're gonna do something supposedly you know they're out the window right and especially nowadays like we struggled with this with like the whole skinwalker ranch thing you know get a camera take a picture mm -hmm. You know, it's the same exact thing. I mean, these stories are actually still happening, supposedly, like right now in this day and age. How many people would go to the door and not have a phone in their back pocket? You know, what's exactly. to stop you from whipping it out and taking a picture of something? Especially since all these stories seem to have started in the late 90s. Yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. I mean. I mean, if you want to believe the story, go ahead. Great. Just like the Skinwalker Ranch and all that. You really have to step outside of the crazy bubble and think about, you know, what you're saying, you know, and you have a hard time dealing with these stories because who knows? You know, these, but, you know, ultimately it sounds like a, a, a big hoax. Yeah, well, there's just not enough to it. Okay, so they're, they're kids, they have black eyes. But, I mean, you know, when you think about all the other crazy cuckoo things that are out there, they have substance behind them mm -hmm. you know there's some like origin there's some reason how they came to be there's some like reason why they're here and with this it's just like there's nothing except these kids show up in parking lots and knock on car windows and show up in apartments and knock on doors yeah i mean they're, they're, it's all over the place i mean there's theories out there as to what they could be but i mean it's literally everything you could think of ghosts demons aliens interdimensional beings and it's all stuff that already exists yeah. They're just they're just putting a new flavor to it, a new twist to the story. You know, in the infamous words of Fox Mulder, I wanna believe. The but truth is out there. the truth is out there. It's well, bullshit. It's some guy <laughs> sitting some four hundred and fifty pound guy with, you know, sweat coming down his face, sitting on his keyboard making up these little crazy stories who's a good writer. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Wow, <laughs> that was a visual. Yeah. <laughs> they got black eyes and they're blue skin. <laughs> Can I use your phone? Oh, if only our listeners could see Jeff's face. <laughs> uh, he was making that. It was uh, maybe someday we'll go interactive and just, you know, record it visually too. <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, what do we think about yay or nay? Are we. It's an awesome story and it's creepy when you first start reading it. But 
as you read it more and more, you realize just how ridiculously and you, stupid and, fake right. it sounds. But if you take a nice Photoshop picture to add to that story... Black eyes are the simplest thing to fake in Photoshop. And they're creepy. Yeah. And because you're putting them, you're supposedly putting them on, you know, these little creepy kids or cute... Kids are supposed to be cute and lovable and funny and all like that, but now you got them staring at you with black eyes and maybe a grainy picture. You're like, holy shit, this is real. Well, and we owe it to Parababble to talk about all these different phenomenons and occurrences and, you know, weird off-the-wall things. And Absolutely. That, this fits the criteria for that. And um, I don't know about you guys, but now that we've talked about it once, I never want to talk about it again. No? <laughs> I'm good. Um, if you come down to my car, I want to show you something. You're not on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is Rob, Allison, Jeff. We are Parababble, and we will catch you next time on the fly. Until then, keep babbling.